everybody. Welcome back to Chaos, the K-pop podcast, where Lotus and I discuss the comebacks and debuts of the month. It is currently October, but do not be confused. We're talking about September. <laughs> Thank you for the, the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, September does have to end before we can talk about it, is the thing. Yeah, we. it's a little late, but like September, September is here. And, I mean, let's just get straight into it. Why lollygag? Why lollygag? We have, we have like, ten songs to go over because very few big releases came out in September. Yeah. Let's just get into it, I guess. So, the month started with a hot collaboration between Seventeen and New Kids on the Block. <laughs> I think the marketing for this was something i think the 17 twitter account simply tweeted new kids on the block yes and then a few days later the new kids on the block twitter account simply tweeted 17 and a collab was born uh but it's a remix of dirty dancing and the song is the exact same but they have added Joshua, DK, and Dino to it. A strange mix, I'd say. An absolutely confusing and bizarre trio to choose. It's really weird. Um, there are, the the song's not good. Dirty Dancing belongs <laughs> in like what two thousand four when it released. Whenever that was, mm-hmm. it 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 should have stayed there. Having DK sing so beautifully and professionally on this song, because he he is a professional and he is a singer, yes, was still so 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 startling. And yeah, everything about their inclusion in this song felt wrong. DK is singing more or less like normal, but on a song that doesn't make any sense for him whatsoever uh-huh. existed well not quite before he was born but getting close um and then you have joshua a vocalist not really singing uh-huh uh and then you i mean dino's is is the most fitting where he just kind of has like a fun little rap yeah but it's still so it it's not good <laughs> No. I mean, the thing that's really jarring is that Joshua, DK, and Dino are all singing in the same accent, and it's not an accent that any of them has in any language. No. It's that new kids on the block accent. <laughs> that's. Would you like to elaborate on that? What does that mean? No. Okay. No, no. There's no elaboration. It's the new kids on the block accent. Yeah, I I was not here for that. I wouldn't. I wasn't here for this to begin with. Like you said, the no. social media campaign. Can you believe that it's harder for me to find a job as a social media professional, but you can just do this? Yeah, you can. You can just tweet new kids on the block, which for us as newborn fans of the new six is very confusing because they have a song called New Kids on the Block. They sure did. Yeah, I don't know. This is such a flop. It's a fucking flop. And like Seventeen on their YouTube channel released like a video of like behind the scenes of them talking about it. And, you know, snippets of them, quote unquote, recording. Mm-hmm. And the only part that I really remember is there's a moment where Joshua was doing his little talking head and he says something along the lines of, you know, my mom really loved this song back in the day. So it's just really interesting to be recording for it. <laughs> interesting (laughs) (laughs) we tried we tried yeah Uh, i listened to it more than once i tried but it's not i did i listened to it more than once twice exactly exactly twice exactly twice and it got worse the second time woof oh that's really all i wanted to say about that yeah let's move on flop flop don't do that again so in a surprising turn of events, SM debuted a new boy group. Um, it's been a while since they've debuted a boy group. I don't know when NCT first came out. 2016? Maybe? That sounds right. It, it, was, a, it was a while ago. 
Um, and they debuted Rise. R-I-I-Z-E. Uh, do you want to talk about the music? Girl, what music? What I want to say first is that NCT, or SM, canceled their plans for NCT America and then said, well, we have to have a boy group. We were already planning to debut a boy group, but let's just make this one with, like, random people that we have well see here's the thing here's mm-hmm. the thing you've got to mm-hmm. be deep you've got to be a little deep into the sm uh well not even the sm lore you have to be deep into kwangya <laughs> to kind of get it deep in the bowels of kwangya so if i were kwangya catacombs <laughs> there we go the catacombs <laughs> underneath kwangya <laughs> sm always has their sm rookies um, and it's how oh, yeah. it's how you always see the new members before they debut. Like Red Velvet members were in it, NCT members. It's just it's been a while, so like it's an interesting way to kind of get attention on a group first. But what's even funnier is that SM had such big plans for NCT, and then said, "Hey, this isn't this doesn't make sense." So they took out two members who were in and. NCT unofficially but officially and said let's do some handwritten letters announcing that they are not going to be in NCT anymore and really? uh let's just pop them over in this new group you'd think oh, okay that would be a good idea because you have two members who were in NCT to the point where they were in the albums had photo cards etc and now they're going to a new group. So, you know, that's that's good for popularity when you don't consider, like, the weird stan. How stans don't really... What's the word I'm looking for? The weird, like, ownership that stans have. Right. Something about Rise, may, it, it just... Their debut wasn't a flop, but I think the marketing of the group was a flop. Yeah, you know I'm not like an an SM company stan or anything like that, but I follow K-pop relatively well. I did not know that this group was going to happen until after it had already happened. Yeah, I didn't know their name. Yeah, Just nothing. Like I I think SM may have introduced them way too early because like we're they debuted in September at the start of September. Yeah, but. They were, like, introduced officially at, like, the start of August. They had their pre-debut track released in August. And you know how we feel about pre-debut... Tr- or, not even pre-debut tracks, pre-releases. Pre-releases are a bad way to drum up hype, in my opinion. Yes. And so to do it for a debut group? I don't know. Especially for a debut, you need to put all of your energy into that first single. Yes, make it so that the actual debut does not feel like a random, just a random release from a random group. Hmm. That's how I feel on it. Yeah, the song is also pretty, like, generic. And, you know, it's like a thing for SM boy groups and, you know, with, with members left over from NCT. The dancing, the choreography, this is not a song that matches the choreography that they did even remotely even slightly like they're doing you know standard like nct two baddies dance moves going hard b-boy and hip-hop and it's like a obnoxious funky baseline not even baseline like actual bass guitar heavy uh-huh. song and i just don't it looks bizarre it looks fake it looks not real you know they're they're hidden they they are hitting every beat in that dance um uh, the song's okay the song's okay (laughs) it's fine it's fine it's not bad it's fine um it's nice that like as of right now their songs don't sound just like nct songs um but that's about it huh yeah that's um that's pretty much it it's fine. It's it's nice that, yeah, it doesn't sound exactly like uh, songs that already exist. Can I also say, they look so glistening in the music video, but too much. They're all, they, they have too much liquid foundation on. Yeah. Yeah, they look a little strange. And it's, it, for a second, it made me wonder if the members are older than... <laughs> 
they're supposed to be for like this <laughs> like the like youthful springtime boy concept but no i'm pretty no like i'm I'm pretty sure they're all like uh 18 19 to 23 i was gonna say maybe it's the opposite problem they got that youthful acne they said just cake it on cake it on that skin's bad cake it on also the haircuts in this group flat what the fuck (laughs) Where's the volume? (laughs) It's so weird, too, because it's not, you know, we've seen the, like, shortcut with the shaggy fringe kind of thing. You see it all the time on, like, a a TikTok and Insta barber. This is, like, a lot of them look like the haircuts that a random kid in your class in in sixth grade has. Yes. Like, it's 2004. I'm maybe 13 years old, and I tried to cut my hair. (laughs) Oh, no. No, see, for me, it's the... It's the boy who, like, doesn't understand his hair texture. Has that, like, spiky thing to it. Uh-huh. Below below four inches, his hair just sticks straight up. And so we said, let me cut it. Let me just cut it. Let me cut it and see. I don't want see. it to be long. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I feel like maybe it's a concept. Because, you know, the music videos are a little hazy sometimes. But it's a strange look. It's a strange look for this group. Yeah. Everyone looks bizarrely greasy. Yeah. But again, maybe that's the concept. <laughs> Continuing on, Purple Kiss came back. Finally some real fucking music. So you so you like this song? <laughs> I do. You know I love me a Purple Kiss. I know. And this is this is very it's not quite going back to like zombie, but it's a cute little pop song. Um they let pretty much everybody sing, which is nice cuz uh the dancers uh, Dosi, Ide, and Cheyenne. They don't usually get to sing, or sometimes they don't have like any lines at all. Um, but ever since the former eldest member left, they just got all of the gaps in the songs that normally would have been hers, and she is a vocalist. So, Perfect. You know, that was nice. But I think it's just a, a cute little easy, catchy song. I love it as like a ringtone. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I could see that. For the longest time, and I agree, it's a cute, fun song. For the mm-hmm. longest time, I did not think that this was an actual comeback. Simply because okay. the album is, like, it's one song, I feel like it came out of nowhere, and the album is called Festa. Yeah, that's the problem. It's a single album, and it's called Festa. I, I also thought that they were announcing a Festa. I thought it was that whole, what is it, who does it? The Hi. icon? The Festa? Yeah. That whole thing, I said, oh, are they, like, coming out with, like, one of those really expensive photo books? Okay. I was like, oh, and they even put a song with it. Strange, but it works. Yeah, I don't personally know why it's called Festa. Again, I I rarely dig that deep into it. I think it's just called that because. Like, it's a festival. I think they say festival a couple times in Mm -hmm. uh, Seven Heaven. And I think that's about it. That's it. That was it. (laughs) And I think, like, the album art is it's it's not actual it doesn't look like a festival but i can see how you would look at it and go oh yeah summer festival just because it's like right. a big uh not billboard but like a sign that you see before you go into the strip mall or even a carnival yeah yeah i know what you mean that's that's a billboard okay 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 just a different type of billboard i guess yeah, yeah so like i get it i get it a little late for a summer song, but yeah, I won't say I, I won't say no to it. A beginning of September. <laughs> it's so funny. They're running on RBW time. That's what I'm gonna call it from now on. Because oh. Ona, we'll, we'll get to them. But one us also released a summer song at the end of September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at least theirs is slightly more fall flavored. But what? Again, RBW. A strange company. It works, but a strange company. And I don't know if they will ever find huge success. I know. I mean, I RBW occasionally does things that are so brilliantly strategized. Like we talk about ONF all the time, leaving for military service, and one we as well. Um, that I can't believe that they totally don't know. So I really do wonder if they're like, okay, we want to release a summer song. We want to release a whatever song. Um, but we need to make sure that we're not going to conflict with the big three or the big four 
And so they just release it at the weirdest time possible. Like, that sounds like a legitimate strategy for a company of RBW size. So I just have to believe that that's what they're doing. Um, It's a strategy. It steadily seems to be working, at least in the case of One Us. And and Purple Kiss is getting more popular, but they're not exactly... I don't think they're going to ever break through, break through. So if they can keep it steady, they're probably happy, right? That's the thing. A steady, solid group with like a consistently dedicated and i would say probably happy fandom i'm happy right major success not we're not big three we're not big five we're maybe big ten yeah yeah i think that's probably fair but the very least release a good summer song release a good halloween song and you will have your fans for life pretty much (laughs) so you know what's not happening outside the rvw building Fans Halloween aren't songs. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, what, what? Fans aren't hiring or renting trucks to park outside. <laughs> they have to call for the disbandment <laughs> of the group. So you know what? They're okay. Uh, yeah. That's the exact level of fame you want to achieve. Uh huh. Make enough famous money. enough to have fans. Famous enough but to not have enough fans. for trucks. Keep the lights on. You never see a protest truck outside your building. <laughs> No, you 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 might get one cheap corn dog truck in the summer months, <laughs> and that's the best that you get. You and that's exactly where you want it to be. Stand. Right, <laughs> a, a little coffee truck. Oh, okay, kind of related. Black Swan had a comeback um, with Cat and Mouse. Kind of related. Kind of related. Uh, mm. In terms of never wanting to be truly famous, of just. Uh, the fans will be happy. I don't know if the fame will be there. But with Black Swan, oh, yeah. it's probably a little less about the company and a little more about the racism. Yeah, it's never... In Korea, it's never going to happen. <laughs> so they came back with Cat and Mouse. I have never liked a purple... Or, excuse me, a Black Swan song. Cat and Mouse, however... It's a good song. That's a good song? <laughs> <laughs> and it's... It, it's another strange one because Black Swan have, despite everything, despite the five, six, seven lineup changes, once they got Fatu, they said, okay, we actually have somehow, against all odds, managed to find a star. Mm-hmm. So every song has been like, a, you know, like a, not quite dubstep, but usually like an electronic heavy dance song and then Fatu will come in with her verse and then leave and then that's kind of the whole song but this is like a full 60s throwback complete with um I, I wouldn't say they're particularly well done but there's little cartoon animals cat mm-hmm. and mouse obvious reference to tom and jerry they don't look great but they sell the vibe yes which i like um yeah where did this come from where did this come from because this isn't even the first comeback with this lineup I think Karma no. This is I, I have this listed as a post-release because yes, Karma is the single. Cat and Mouse is a B-side off of the same album, That Karma, and it came out randomly. I think literally two months later. Yes. No, three months. Three months. No. Afterwards. It may even be four. Lotus. Oh, is it really? I thought it was three in between, but I'll believe you. Okay, this was a May. It was a May release, but either way, Oof. no clue. No clue where this came from. <laughs> the like slight shift in sound. Because with the new group, they are singing a little bit more. But yes. like that sort of dubstepy sound was still in karma. I didn't like it. No, it was a fine song. There was nothing to think about, really. Other than I think some people might be put off by the noise level, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But for K-pop, it's just a song. Yeah, I want to be like slightly delusional and say <laughs> that maybe this song came because the p- current members just needed to train a little bit longer. They needed to get a little bit more like recording studio vocalist work before we could really have a fun little pop moment. And this is just where the- where where they'll stay. I don't think that's mm. true at all. No, I think it's a random B-side. I think it's however, a random B-side that really worked. However, 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 when you're a group and a company the size of Black Swan, 
and that has gone through everything that Black Swan has done, you see that randomly one of your songs has achieved 1.7 million views, mm-hmm. and it is a random B-side that had no prior, you know, actual mm-hmm. um, promotion, and you go, oh, let's do this from now on. Yes. At least to an extent. You you got to take some lessons, please, At from your random success. For a little bit, because Black Swan as a group, has gone through so much because we cannot forget that Black Swan was the old ass, God, maybe second generation group? Rania, Rania. You're right. Yeah, second gen. Which I liked, I enjoyed. But again, Black Swan has had like 50 members over the past 13 years. Not 13 years. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's it's, it is 12 years. I looked it up. Yeah, Rania uh, debuted in 2011. You know, it's... Let's Ooh. please, when something works, finally, let's stick with it for a little bit. So, like, the thing is, there have been so many failures for this particular group and this company overall, in general, for everything. Yes. But you really want to believe that they can recognize when they have done something fucking right. Yes. And give us good music. At the very least, look at those YouTube views and do something about it. Uh huh. Should we talk about the actual song? <laughs> oh, wait. Well, I mean, you talked about the song a little bit. I guess so. I, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to talk about because we went straight into ranting about this horrible company. That's right. That's right. No, I, I love the song. It's so sweet. Everybody is singing on it really light. Um, yeah. They did like a little angles, just little angles singing with cat ears. <laughs> occasionally cat ears, occasionally not. And they look very beautiful. Yes. Um, there have been times where the makeup on our members of color was looking a little suspicious. You know what? Mm. Black Swan did a little mini like docuseries show, and the makeup artist who does maybe all of their makeup, or at least photos, was like, you know, I've never done makeup on a black person before, and so... I've had to learn and figure things out as we go as to what colors look good, which colors don't. Hey, there you go. It's And also, I mean, I don't know if they record and do everything in Korea, but trying to find foundation and stuff for her skin tone in Korea must oh, be... I know. Impo- I mean, even the, the members that are like mid-tone, it mm-hmm. must be impossible. Oh, yeah. You know everything has to get f- just bought online, pay for shipping, and wait for it to arrive. They do that, um, that like reverse importation. They go to Italy or something, buy up <laughs> yeah. every Fenty thing, throw it into a suitcase, and fly home. <laughs> and go home. But oh, right, right, right. Oh, geez. The music, mm-hmm. the music. It's cute. It's sweet. I love how light and airy everybody's singing. And I really like how well they incorporated Fato both singing and rapping into the song. Yeah, I agree. You know, it fits right in with a potentially rest in peace Cupid, where we're getting back to like little light romantic concepts after God knows how many years of girl crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm happy for them. I'd like a nice mix. I do like me and my girl crush. I do like me and my going hard style songs. However. But, um, we haven't heard something nice and light and airy aside from like Cupid and then, you know, a couple of New Jean songs, although they always have to have something, you know, mm-hmm. that's a little more hyphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Recognize your beauty, girls. That's it. Podcast over. Recognize your beauty, girls. Goodbye. <laughs> we don't have a fandom name, but we have a, a fandom <laughs> slogan. Also, I, I do like, I don't know which member is which, really. I mean, I know Fatu, of course. I don't know the other three members, like who is who. Mm-hmm. Um, But the girl with the curly hair and the blue eyeshadow, oh, she's acting. She is acting uh, in this video. Pause at any moment uh-huh. and catch that facial expression Listen. of her. Oh my god! Oh, cat and mouse! Wow! Mama said, <laughs> "I'm still working on this Korean, but you will get the emotion." Right? She says, "I may not know how to serve Hangul, but I know how to serve everything else." <laughs> That's so stupid. What you said? <laughs> but am I wrong? No, you're not. Oh. Can can we can we move on to yeah I think we to something on. that 
I'm very excited about. But Something maybe, that's for you and you alone. Maybe I'm a little ashamed, but I'm very excited. <laughs> Not ashamed. <laughs> well, Lotus, we're talking about Stray Kids 1. And we're talking about a song called Social Path. <laughs> Two. Two. I think I can be a little ashamed. That's okay. I, You know, Danny, I do have to say... I don't think that the K-pop podcast that we do for fun <laughs> is the place for shame. <laughs> because if we if we open Pandora's box, we can't close it. We open Pandora's box, this podcast ends very quick. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> It'll just be done. So, Stray Kids came back with another Japanese single called Social Path, featuring Lisa, not Blackpink, please. I know they had to be real specific with that uh, capitalization to make sure you knew mm-hmm. who, who it was. Lisa, the millennial queen, the Japanese singer. I love this song. <laughs> I still listen to it almost every day. Um, I think Stray Kids' Japanese music up until now has sounded like incomprehensible noise. Yes. For this one, they said, what if we just do J-Rock? What if we have a Japanese song and just do J-Rock and keep it simple like that? Mm-hmm. And it's, good choice. It's so good. It's so, Can't believe it wasn't made sooner. I can't believe it wasn't made sooner. It's goofy. And a majority of it is in English, by the way. A vast majority. <laughs> um, I'd say 90% of the song is in English, and it's it's corny. I don't know who the fuck Stray Kids are constantly fighting against. <laughs> but It's the demon inside them or whatever. They're fighting those demon. Actually, they do reference <laughs> a demon inside. I think they do, yeah. They do. There's talks of mirrors and such. You're correct. You're correct. You well, know, that's usually what it is. That's usually, but... This song is so good. Han has um, one of maybe like the one of the last verses goes from Felix talking really deep to Han singing, and he sounds so good. Yeah, sometimes I forget that Han can sing. Mm-hmm. And has like a surprisingly can get pretty high. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. with like they call him the the secret ace, I think. Go ahead, because Han rapping is fine. Han singing when he goes is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's 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 the social path. I get it. <laughs> but it's really it's a good song. Give it a try. Give it a chance. Give it a, I do wish there was a little more Lisa. Cause when she shows up, I get real hype. Oh and yeah, she's she's gone very quickly, very very quickly. Oh yeah, Lisa does not do a lot on this song, but oh my god, it's fucking Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't do a lot but it's so good you always want more how did they get lisa on here or I actually at a party i think i was talking to azalea about this when stray kids gets like these really high profile features it's mm-hmm. always people who are a little older and like really had their heyday during like my youth and they're at mm-hmm. that age where they're like yeah you know they're kids I'll do a feature. Yeah. They're kids. They're famous. Listen to a few songs. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good. They know how to rap and stuff. Sure. Am I going to get paid? Excellent. Sure. Right, why not? I'll help them out. What you need? And the Stray Kids said, Lisa, we just need... We need you to scream for approximately 15 seconds. We only need two <laughs> choruses from you. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. You don't even have to be on set. We're going to give you a little stage, so don't worry about it, okay? And she said, yeah, yeah. Let me put on my dress and I'll, I'll come over. <laughs> That dress that she just had. Knowing Lisa, maybe she did just have that dress. She just had it. She has her closet and then she has her performing closet. She said, hold on, hold on. I'll grab something. Don't worry. I'll show up. I haven't worn this in a while. This, you know, I don't like to reveal my top 25 too early, but this one's really pushing How many months in a row have you said that? Probably a few. Probably a few. (laughs) I know you said it more than once because I got deja vu in my brain. (laughs) I've definitely said it more than once. And in more than one location. It's not just on this podcast. (laughs) I don't like to reveal things early, but let me reveal this a little early. (laughs) This song's working its way up. Yeah. Next we have a song for the army. 
Army. Army, listen up. V had an album come out called Layover. Um, Only took three pre-releases for it to come out. Three pre-releases, five music videos total. The album is out. <laughs> Love Me Again is maybe the single. It's a single at the very least. Yeah, Love Me Again is the first pre-release. And then... I know Slow Dancing was like officially mm-hmm. like a September release. Because I remember that yes. coming out at the start of the month. Slow Dancing is the one that coincided with the actual album release. So I'm going to call it okay, the single. Yeah, we'll like s- officially. We'll say that's the single. Um, Can I... Okay. So again, the, um, the pre-release Love Me Again came out on August... Ninth. Wow. Yeah. Um. I did not know that an album was coming out yet, especially with the way that some of the members of BTS are doing things. You know, sometimes they'll just put out like a truly just random mm-hmm. single. Uh. Sometimes it ends up being an album rollout. Sometimes not. Um. So I watched the music video for "Love Me Again." I am not super into like the throwback, like vintage vibes of it, but he's recording in an actual cave, which is cool. Um. What well, can I read you? What I wrote when I uh, listened and watched Love Me Again before I knew this was going to be an album and before I knew the names of any of the other songs on the album? Yeah, I don't have much to say about this one, so please. Yeah, I said uh, V has uh, more than once officially been the most handsome man in the world. He's from the largest boy band to exist in the history of the world. And as a soloist, he cemented himself as the world's richest uh, Joji impersonator. Yeah. And then I found out that the release single was going to be Slow Dancing. And I said, huh? Huh? Yeah. This is just the thing is, he's not depressed enough to make Joji music. No. No, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's I fine. still like his voice. I like his sensibility. I like the like it feels like the thing that V would make based on what I know of him from my former army days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's mostly kind of just fine. Yeah, I'm not always a fan of V's voice. Sometimes he gets a little too froggy for me. But, but it really matches this concept. It works very well on this album because all the songs kind of sound very similar. They have a similar sound, a similar vibe. And so it works, which is usually the case with V's solo songs, even like way, way back in the day when BTS mm-hmm. would just have like one solo song per album. V always sounded the best on his music than he did in BTS's yeah. music. He seems to have his own vision of things. Perfect. That's that's that little alien. That's what they call him. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. You I know, know that, you right? are. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Don't worry. I'm not just making stuff up, people. No, no, no. I, I knew. Don't worry. So yeah, that's that. Uh, let's yeah. move. Let's move on to my project group. <laughs> the group that Your project group. The group that I am from afar. I'm managing them. Oh, remote management. Remote management. Gravity. Now, y'all know that Groovy came out and I lost my mind. <laughs> Retroactively, I also lost my mind over Party Rock. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline, almost there. So, you know, when gravity stays away from the vroom, 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 vroom skirt, pretty good. They released, um, Cheese was the pre-release, and then they released Ready or Not. I have one note written, and mm-hmm. I may, I asked Lotus to help me remember this. It is simply the 17 of gravity. We have talked about the twiceification of groups. Mm-hmm. We've never talked about the seventeenification because, frankly, seventeen does a pretty good job at remaining unique, even when they aren't necessarily releasing u- mm-hmm. unique music. However, I think gravity. I think gravity is very close, not to, not to being as talented as seventeen, um, because. Well, one, when you don't have an in-house producer that has worked with it's, you it's tough. since your trainee days, it's tough. But, like, Gravity is so close. Visually, I think, a lot of their concepts, a lot of their music videos, 
um, tend to veer towards a 17. I think rhythmically, this new song, Ready or Not, is really similar to 17 and even Busok Soon's older stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I hear it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's giving 17 around like, not fear, but like, gosh, what was the, oh, the Dawn, you're, you made my Dawn hotter. Oh, you day. made my Dawn, you make the, my day, yeah. The Day Dawn albums. The it's, YMMD era. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. I love it. I don't like che- I don't like cheese or ready or not super super well. Um, I, yeah, they're okay. I think Cravity's rappers are a little rough sometimes, and they'll they'll bring me out of a song real quick. But I don't. Yeah, honestly, l- listening to you and the the songs I've heard of Cravity, whether or not I enjoyed them, I just feel like they've like supplanted the boys for you. Like, they're the new The Boys. And to be fair, The Boys were also pursuing a 17-ification. And arguably are still pursuing it, just unsuccessfully. Yeah, The Boys, yeah, I think so. And yeah, because I really liked The Boys' earlier stuff. I liked uh, Steeler when it was like, oh, they're shifting concepts from, like, cute, bubbly boys to mm-hmm. serious boys. <laughs> <laughs> serious boys. <laughs> and, like, Gravity... Cravity goes back and forth. Um, Cravity had a very weird sound at first. Uh, but yeah, I would agree. They're they're really hitting close to top group for me, for boy groups. Uh, as someone who doesn't listen to a lot of boy groups very seriously. Did you, uh, did you watch all of the Cheese music video? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For the for the folks listening from home, please go watch the cheese music video by Cravity. Whether or not you like the song, skip all the way to the end where you see the ho- the outside of a house and a member just walks out. He he says like it's over or something. Then there's a long pause while he walks all the way to the camera, probably twenty all, feet to the camera, all the way to the front door, twenty feet from the front door to the camera, middle of a sidewalk, looks dead in the camera's eyes, center frame, and just says, "Go home." <laughs> I, lo- I forgot that the music video was still playing. And then in my right ear, I just hear, go home. And I, <laughs> it's really funny. I don't think it's intentional. No. Not entirely, because it seems a bit too serious, the, the yeah, build up to it. I think, because like, because like, Cheese as a song is supposed to be like this really like, fun little uplifting song. Like, hey, let's hang out. Let's have fun. If it just ends, silence go home and then he turns and walks back to the house but pauses and looks at the camera and says and watch this again that's promo baby <laughs> that's marketing oh i can't stand it but it is so funny did you listen to uh the rest of the ep by chance i sure did uh i think it's okay um uh i think i, I think i may have said this with groovy as well mm-hmm. um i generally do not enjoy my gravity full album listens i see yeah i didn't have any thoughts while listening i just kind of forgot yeah i will say normally when i'm listening i'll have a moment where like spotify is always like underneath five different windows on my computer mm-hmm. and i just let albums play but with gravity albums usually i have a moment where I'm like no 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 no. i need to find my spotify <laughs> so i can skip this but i didn't have oh, that geez. with Sunseeker, the most re- recent album. So, well, you heard it here first, folks. Sunseeker by Cravity, not the worst thing to happen on 9/11. You know, it's mm, no, okay. We're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Let's go. We're next gonna, song. We're going to move on to the next song. Weekly came back daily after years, I think. There's no fucking way, Lotus. I think they've just been off the radar for us. There's no way. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Let me make sure I have three E's. Please do, because I thought it was a big deal that they had not come back for so long. Wow, their debut was only in 2020. Okay. Um. Oh, March 7th of 2022. Okay, so not quite years. So like a year a and y- a half. A year and a half. So pushing years. I I don't know if it was Venpara. Oh, I said that very 
<laughs> you know, we won't judge you. You're from Virginia. <laughs> but okay, so not long, but it's been a while. But they came out with a song called Good Day and then in parentheses, Special Daily Threes. E. Uh, approximately an hour ago, I realized that that meant that it was a special song for fans. Weekly yes. fans are called dailies. It It makes sense. Mm-hmm. The song is fun. I don't quite get what they're up to. They're graduating. So again, I don't quite get what they're up to. <laughs> because th- this feels like is is weekly is weekly like dying and then they're going to be rebranded with like a new name and sound. That's what I thought, but that I know that's not it. This was just supposed to be a fun little song. Right. I don't think they're necessarily changing concepts or anything, but I think it is like, hey, um, we're 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 still here. We did not disband because um, I believe they're having another comeback. Like this is just a single, and uh-huh. it's you know a gift to the fans. And I think they're having an actual comeback soon. So I think it's partially to drum up the hype for that, but it's also like, hey, we didn't disband. We are all a year and a half older than when you last saw us, and we're moving into the new era. It may not necessarily mean a new sound or concept, but it is a new era. I see. Oh, okay. I think that's the idea. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. They were going to have an EP come out in October. It's been pushed to November. That's probably smart. (laughs) Take your time. <laughs> yeah, not and don't don't put these too close together because then it's real confusing. Yes, and also like put this song on the album, but like put it at the last song. Yeah, go go old school. Make it CD only. CD only. You can only get it if you buy that album. I'm sure y'all need the sales. So make it CD only. Mm-hmm. A little extra extra treat. But yeah, this song streaming's is, all that matters. Just a treat. This song is cute. It's fun. It is. It's really catchy. I know that this has to be if you work in a boba shop, if you work in a K-pop store, oh, it's, if you work it's, in a hot pot, a shabu shabu, a uh-huh. K-barbecue, I know you are being terrorized and I am so sorry. It's all you're hearing. It's an earworm. It is so catchy. And like the chorus is that really good like half singing, half chanting Yeah. type of chorus. It's good. I love it when they're dancing in full graduation robes and you cannot see what they're doing at all. No. (laughs) I hope they filmed that last. And they just said, just focus on the face, girls. Just make sure your fingers are very pretty and your faces look beautiful. (laughs) They give them a little hand massage. A little lymphatic hand massage. Exactly. A lymphatic hand (laughs) hand massage beforehand. Get the toner. Get a hyaluronic acid. Get a moisturizer. (laughs) Hand modeling. It's cute. Weekly, good luck. Godspeed and good luck. I'm sorry about what happened with your debut. I'm sorry (sighs) one of the most popular girl groups of the fourth generation debuted with an identical song and concept like a month after And somehow just ran them into the ground. Three years later, still running them into the ground. Ooh, you know, it's not easy. It's not. So good luck. Because I know they've, Mm -hmm. they've had music. Oh yeah, let me hear that comeback. We'll see. We'll we'll come back in a month and a half. Uh huh. We'll be here. Um. Oh, Tempest. I almost skipped to the end, but no, Tempest had a comeback. Um. Before we get into this, uh, -hmm. I'm going to look up the Tempest discography because I feel as though Tempest has had a comeback every two months since. It feels like they come back a lot. Since they debuted. March. I'm not sure how much of that is a, a bias. Let's see. Let's see. March 2022 was their debut. They have since had the debut. One, two, three, four, five. Five? That's it? <laughs> I Oh, you know what it is? I think Tempest is smart and promotes B-sides. Yes, I think so. Sorry, I should have said uh, an MV. It feels like they have like MVs yeah, coming th- out and they're promoting mm-hmm. very, very regularly. That's what I meant as well. Okay, I think Tempest is just smart and promotes B-sides on like a staggered schedule. But they have a song called Vroom Vroom. Uh, I like it. I like it too. I had you listen to this uh, moments before the recording yes. began because I realized that you hadn't heard it and yes. I thought that you would like it. And I did. Um, I don't ever talk about Tempest but I've liked a good amount of their songs 
Um, I think Dangerous may have been their last music mm. video that they put out. I think so. Really like that one, too. They have pretty good vocalists in Tempest. They do. A lot of the Tempest songs that I've heard, maybe they were the ones that popped off. Maybe they were. And just the ones that I recall hearing, I didn't remember a lot of vocal happening mm-hmm. at all. That's fair. I was, I was not very enthused. That's fair. Because, like, their debut was surprisingly pretty popular. And that song is, it's nothing. <laughs> it's really nothing. But Tempest surprisingly has pretty good vocalists. Their rappers are average. However, what makes a rap good in a K-pop song and what makes a K-pop rapper good is if they are of an average skill level. However, whoever produces the songs knows how to work them into it. Mm-hmm. Knows how to put a little beat right under their voice, make them sound good. Uh, speaking of, we should probably say that uh, we did a tier maker for a stream of mine and ranked a bunch of K-pop rap lines and that is available on youtube.com forward slash Lotus Loves Lotus for you to watch and listen to. That is, I guess, technically a bonus episode, but the audio is really scuffed, so we're not going to release it as a podcast, but you know. No, but if you subscribe to Lotus Loves Lotus, you'll get to see it. There you go. I Um, think it's on Twitch too, whichever you prefer. Yeah, that that was fun. We took it very serious. (laughs) Yelling. <laughs> we took it very serious as we are wont to do. <laughs> but yeah, Tempest is pretty good. Uh, their music videos always look very good, very crispy. Yeah, they got a nice camera. Mm-hmm. Again, like wh- and we were talking about this before recording, but Tempest is from Weha, which is a K-pop company that I don't even know if you'd really. Yeah, they're a K-pop company. They're a Chinese like entertainment company that has K-pop groups and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think subdivision. Yeah, I don't think you'd know of them too much if you didn't watch the ridiculous amount of K-pop competition shows there are. Um, because like who's active under Weha right now? Everglow. You know, they got Everglow, <laughs> and Yana. Okay, so not a lot going on. Not actively popping. However, anytime you watch a K-pop competition show and they like flash the name of the company on the big screen before the trainees come out, Weha always there. Every fucking time, Weha is there, and they get the other competitors a little nervous because they have a shockingly decent trainee situation i think right now like how many how many zero base one members are there 11 9 10 i think it's 10 because it was top 10 i think there are four way hot trainees in zero base one oh my god that's a 40 percent that's a lot it's a lot i know it says zero base one is nine members okay so I, i googled it an even bigger Percentage is Weha. I know Woods was under Weha before going solo. They've got good trainees and they've got money on top of just all of the Chinese singers and actors they have. It's very shocking to me. Yeah, I I, I did a quick little uh, Google or not Google, I did a quick little search on their K-profiles. Four members of Tempest have competed on some kind of competition show. Uh-huh, I know Hanbin specifically was on Island within Hypen. Yeah, it looks like the other members were in Produce. The Sim, Weha said, you're going to go on these fucking shows. <laughs> we'll debut you later, but you're going on these fucking shows. Tempest, pretty good. Uh, Just, you know, I just, I, I forget about them. That's it. Yeah, I think that's fair. This has a really, really catchy chorus. I think the first time I listened to the song, I wasn't that sold on the whole thing, but I love the and then it has the backing of the car noise, just a car sound effect. Oh, again, a car song. Just if you do it right, a car song is so fun. Every boy group has to have the rite of passage of doing a car song. You're not a real boy group until then. So not even Seventeen was a real boy group until uh, Ready for Love EP released, and they did anyone. Until anyone. 
Oh wait, no, they did a happy ending, JK. It might have been Japanese single, but it still counts. Okay, yeah, that's that's still a car song. Yeah. It's still a car song. Got everybody's gotta have a car song. At least one. At least one. And usually it's it's a little too heavy on the car. <laughs> Auga. Auga. <laughs> but that part <laughs> is so funny. To me, I'll believe that that part is camp. A lot of end citizens say that it's camp because they're trying to cope. However, there is no other explanation for the jalopy in two baddies. So I'll take that one. Um, it's camp. I, please. Please. <laughs> it's camp. There are a lot of things about NCT that you can say are just bad and you learn to love it. Oh, yeah. But a jalopy horn? That's camp, you guys. There's no, there's no other explanation, simply put. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on to Wannis. 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 What is that? <laughs> so Wannis came back with Baila Conmigo. And they do say that in the song. Don't worry. Yeah, can I quickly... Before we go anywhere, can I quickly address the elephant in the room? No, please. The language? So what do you, what do you want to say about it? So the title of the song is Baila Conmigo, uh-huh. Spanish for Dance With Me. <laughs> it is. What's So what's what's up? Is it... Can you, can you show me the name of the EP by chance? Uh, La Dolce Vida. What's up? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's just so funny. They, they, okay, I saw the teasers. I am a fan of, of Onius. Uh-huh. Um, and so I saw the teasers ahead of time. And I saw that it was called La Dolce Vida. I hadn't seen the, they hadn't released the track list yet. La Dolce Vida. And they're going for like a mermaid concept with the photo books. They have illustrations of each member as a mermaid. And then they do the photo shoot and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, they're going for like, uh, you know, an Italian, maybe a little bit of Greek, you know, basking on the rocks of Cyprus as mermaids. That's the concept. That makes sense. Title track. Baila conmigo. And I said, huh? So, see, what you're misunderstanding is mm-hmm. that one is, is going way back to, you could possibly even say Pangea days. <laughs> <laughs> they did when, not say, when all the romance languages were They wise. did not say, oh, hey, let's have a Spanish title song on an album that's in a title. No, 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 no. They said, it's, a, it's romance. It's the romantic language. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Latin track. <laughs> they took Latin a little too seriously. They, they said, didn't recognize that when people say Latin music, they mean Latina and a little bit of Spanish influence. Like no, no, no they, they said didn't quite Latin. <laughs> I mean, I think is making a, a Spanish song or a song without a Spanish influence makes sense for an international market. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I think Juanes is like really quite popular in like Mexico and Brazil, at least to my knowledge. I think they've gone to um, Chile and Peru on um, tour before. So yeah, it makes sense. It's just funny to see them next to each other and go, hmm. What's going on there, guys? <laughs> Anyways, back to you. Oh. Just had to get that out of my system. One is comebacks have not been hitting for me lately. It's not for you? No, it's almost... A lot of K-pop groups have taken on the uh, quote-unquote Latin sound lately. Yes. Um, and like, One is did it in such a, a bland way for me. Mm-hmm. This just sounds like a random Camila Cabello song. <laughs> Okay, that's too much. I just didn't get much from it. And like the music video is almost interesting, but it just looks like, it just looks like a, like, you know how there are song demos? It looks like an MV Mm. demo for Monster X. (laughs) Yeah, the dance break really looks like budget Monster X. it's, It's tough. It's budget Monster X. I don't think the song is very good. I like the song okay. I think it's pretty catchy. Um, like, it's fine as well. I, I guess, yeah, the One Us Comebacks have not been hitting super well. Erase Me was almost really good, as we discussed in a previous episode, but completely ruins itself in the chorus. Uh-huh. To me, this do- this song does not ruin itself. Um, I also think that the the shift to Lido as 
number one in the group is complete because they give him yes. so much to oh, work with. He looks very can I sexy say something? in this video. Yes, go The ahead. one thought I had when I watched the music video and heard the song, I said, this could have just been a Lido solo. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's fair. But I think the the scenes that he has with Huan Wung, like not just the choreo, but like how they... Um, how their parts like flow in and out of each mm-hmm. other is pretty good. I agree. It I could agree. have been a subunit. A subunit. But I know that they sold some tickets. They sold some live concert tickets with these. Oh, they sure did. Oh, they sure did. Because again, anytime, shockingly enough, I never, I've never considered one as a sexy group. But going to see them live, I realized that every one is fan does consider them a sexy group <laughs> i mean they kind of sold it here i saw i saw Lido and i was like oh this man is sexy it was convincing Good for him he was very convincing so yeah they're filling they're filling their little small orders auditoriums that they tour in <laughs> that's right you have seen them and they, they only do theaters right they do yeah they were in the theater here and i think they they stay to a pretty small venue but like they sell it out there you go. Keep it consistent. Uh-huh. Also, I guess we should address... The Spanish, not great. Um, it exists. Yeah. It exists in the song. Xion looks beautiful with his zero lines as per usual. God. Even losing a member couldn't help him. I know. I was gonna say... I, it doesn't help that it's the rapper, of course, but usually when you lose a member... Everyone gets a few more lines, and a lot of times, depending on the member, they'll just kind of throw the majority of them to whichever member just doesn't have any lines to just automatically adjust, keep things even. Not, not no. so. Because <laughs> not so for one. What one is did, which I think is great for the music bird root for the group, is mm-hmm. Wang wasn't really he didn't really get a lot of lines, but he stood out because he would get like the good like character moments and also he was the dancer or he is the dancer Dancer. he was also very much the you know he's the face of the group Uh he's the one who's who's going on to the shows who's doing Mm -hmm. the random dances and just killing so like he didn't get lines either but he was still a major member of the group um and so they just kind of gave every part that would have gone to raven to Hwanu, so he just he's even more of the face of the group and Shion is still pretty much he'll give you maybe a verse towards the end of the song yeah it's like it's like 30% Lido 60% um Hwanung, and 10% Shion got like a handful of vocal parts from Raven and uh-huh. that's it. maybe next maybe next time maybe next time <sighs> Shall we move on to our final song of the month? Our final song of the month, squeaking in right under the under the wire. Another one for the armies. Yeah. Uh, Army eating well, despite everything. Sorry about sugar, folks. That's kind of bullshit. Like, on, <laughs> like honestly, honest, like we we love to make fun of army, especially as a former army myself. I love to make fun of army, but that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> Especially because, you know, this is a K-pop podcast, obviously, but a lot of y'all probably know us from streaming video games. I like League of Legends. I have followed uh, League of Legends esports for a long time. Uh, Faker, who's widely considered to be the best esports player, Mm -hmm. certainly the best League of Legends player in the world in history. He has, I think, four world championships at this point. Um, Or maybe three. I can't remember. The point is, he has a military exemption. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. Um, but the fact that no one in BTS does, uh huh, with BTS's influence, like like if you're using Faker as the litmus test, litmus litmus test, um, then you're like, uh, huh? Especially because Suga is injured. Like, yes, it just doesn't really make sense. Um, so that's annoying. That it that's doesn't. genuinely some nonsense. I I can understand being a little bit, huh? About you've gotten it. prizes for. You've gotten prizes from from the Korean government. Mm-hmm. Strange. Yeah, and like I know, I've seen like different talk about uh, like how I think like Faker didn't complete high school, and so there's like different rules and shit with that. Whatever. I can understand oh, being yeah. like. So what exactly? What do you want from us? What exactly? It's it's not enough to single handedly bring Korea to the world. Uh huh, but we have joked it's because um, 
being a boy band is not a competition. Even if you win awards, it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Faker has directly beat China multiple times. So I think that that might be. Yes. Korea said, oh, work. Make us look that good. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep going. Anyways, the song. <laughs> Sorry. That's the song. Uh, oh, I didn't even... Sh- That's right. So Jungkook released 3D featuring Jack Harlow. Um, I have seen so many before we get into the song again i've seen so many (laughs) clips of jack telling him how old he is um because he's younger (laughs) right and then the face jungkook makes when he realized that he is older than old ass looking jack harlow it's funny the thing is too like when you see or when you've seen period um pictures and videos of jack harlow you don't think he looks old he looks very old in this video and of course, Jungkook looks quite young, and he's also the gold maknae. I'm sure he's used to being the youngest. Even even mm-hmm. his other groups have come up after him. He is befuddled. Uh huh. Because it's just one, you look old, and two, people exist younger than me. I know. <laughs> like he, you know, he definitely had that realization. The you could feel him turning to dust where he went, "Oh, I'm the elder now." Sometimes. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, the song. Does does Shunga know that he can make solo music without a feature? Because Lotto was lucky. Jack Harlow, a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the thing is, too, you know, I know that um, the music industry in the United States is very cutthroat, very horrible. However... The idea that Jungkook could not get uh, virtually anyone he wants on a song is very, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm sure that this was a, a market research decision and whatnot. And, you know, maybe this is a thing of to drum up hype, um, hype, strategic as usual. You know, they know how big BTS is, they know how big Jungkook is, but they're probably thinking, you know what? In America, in international markets, there are probably still people who don't, they wouldn't be able to recognize Jungkook's name. Mm hmm. Like, by itself. Mm-hmm. BTS, yeah, they know. Jungkook, uh, maybe they do, maybe they don't. So let's get them some features with some people who we have sp- specifically selected to get Jungkook to specific audiences. So that way when he puts out his album that is hopefully mostly solo, but I'm sure it won't be, uh-huh. that it will go to as many computers and cellular devices as possible. Yes. And, like, okay, the song is... The song is fine. I think it's good. Um, I like this song more than Seven. Yeah, I like it more than Seven. Uh, Jungkook is pretty much... I think it's pretty clear what kind of like pop R&B sound he likes. Uh, it mm-hmm. suits his voice really well. Yes. I... I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for an album. Yeah. Out of all the BTS members... Him and Sugar are the only ones where their music genuinely excites me. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Everyone else can give you a surprise. Mm-hmm. But Jungkook and Sugar, you're like, they're gonna they're gonna do something good. They're gonna do something good, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And that's it. Mm. I, I mean, like, unless you have something else to say, of course. Uh, not really. It's just a, a nice pop song. I like it a lot more than Seven, not only in sound, but the MV, despite Jack Harlow being present, is much better. <laughs> it's yeah. not uh, super fucking creepy. It's more what you would expect. Jungkook, hair slick back in like a white blazer with no top, on a, a structure, just just on various structures in the middle of the street, dancing, looking sexy, singing. Uh, it's fun, yeah. It definitely, as many people have said on the internet already, it really sounds like a Justin Timberlake song. Yeah. Like, not, like, mostly, we were trying to figure out if it sampled something beforehand, because it really, or interpolates something beforehand, because it really sounds like something. It might just sound, like, you know, so generic, to be honest, but yeah. it's catchy, so that's okay. Like, just a Justin Timberlake song. It's yeah. a little rock your body, it's a little... It's a little, it's a little senorita. A little, yeah, it's a little senorita for sure. So yeah, it's, it works. I I want so badly to figure out if it samples anything, but I know I won't. Not for at least three months. We searched for it for quite a bit and couldn't find it. And the thing is, everyone and their mother has heard this song. So Mm -hmm. I think if we knew, we would know by now. I think it's just that good at kind of selling a vibe in a, a time period. Yeah. 
Oh, it's going to bug me, though. Even you saying that. I'm still going to. I'm still going to be bugged. Me too. It's bothering me <laughs> as we speak. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. And also, that's a chaos episode. That's a chaos episode. We are barely over an hour. They've been pretty short uh, the past few months. But again, K-pop has its its ups and downs just in, in terms of when music is pop in springtime into summer and then fall time. Like, I think yes. October and November are going to be a little more packed. Yeah, end of summer and then like December to February. Those are the really slow periods. Yep. So we're in it. But that's okay. I had fun regardless. I did have fun. You know, so maybe sometimes a little breezy episode is good. Not everything has to be our two and a half hour. Yeah, it sure does. Which is it. nice. Whew. Oh, but I am Danny. You can find me on YouTube, Twitch, and co-host at Karanades on all three. And Lotus, where can people find you? You can find me at Lotus Loves Lotus on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find me on cohost.org, also at uh, Lotus Loves Lotus, but also just at Lotus. That's my personal one. Catch me there, streaming. Me and Danny playing a lot of games, playing a lot of indie game demos. Find a new favorite game, perhaps. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that as you listen to this episode. (laughs) And that's it from us. We will see you next month. Or I guess later this month. You just had to take that long ass pause before you finish that sentence. I I did mess you up again a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, we'll know how, we'll we'll know how Azalea wanted to handle that. (laughs) You know she's going to leave the whole thing in. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.